Hey there, welcome to Business Breakthroughs. I'm your host, Neil Deepentino. Uh, I was sitting here thinking, you know, uh, business is moving at a lightning speed these days, and sometimes uh, we don't always have all the answers. Sometimes we just miss the mark. And uh, that's when, you know, we enlist a coach to kind of help us sometimes, and it'll help us get over, over that hump. But what happens when a coach needs some help? Well, that's where our next guest comes in. Our guest comes to us today from Toronto. Uh, he is the president and CEO of E-Circle Academy. He's, a, he's written 10 books, and two of them have been New York Times bestsellers. And he also has a top 10 podcast. Welcome to the show, Nikki Ballou. Hey, Nikki, how you doing, buddy? Neil, um, I'm awesome, man. I'm blessed and grateful. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm ready to roll. Ready to roll. Well, you know, I was looking at uh, some of the uh, videos that you did on uh, your LinkedIn page and everything. And, uh, you know, the one thing I got to tell you is like, man, you need to like get a little energy, you know, uh, I'm, you know I'm, I'm joking with you. Right. Uh, this guy's got more energy than all of us put together in this building. And it's just amazing. And so I love what you do. And uh, I love that you're helping people and uh, you've got a great background. So before we get into, you know, your business part of, uh, of the conversation, let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, I want to know what uh, you know, a little bit about you, where you come from and how you kind of got into this business. Absolutely. I'm actually originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. And when I was 11 years old, the Islamic revolution took place in Iran. And uh, my late father, God rest his soul, could see the writing on the wall. This was not going to be a place to raise a Christian family. So he made a plan. He executed it. He got his family out of Iran and settled us in Toronto, Canada, where I now live. Now, you got to understand, I was 11. I didn't want to leave my home. I didn't want to leave my friends. But it was the single greatest thing my father could have done for me. It set the legacy of our family. It took us from a legacy of tyranny to a legacy of freedom. And I got to tell you, looking back, I am so, so grateful because I've become the biggest champion for freedom. I am such a fan of human freedom. Inside every human breast beats the living heart of freedom. And we all need to stand up for our freedoms. And especially in this day and age, if you're an entrepreneur, you can't just be thinking about business. You need to be a philosopher of freedom. You need to stand up for free expression and free enterprise every chance you get. And my dad, I'll tell you some more about my dad. My dad was the greatest human being I ever knew. If you were trying to find a job, dad would grab you, Neil, sit you in his office, and he would work the phones and browbeat his buddies until one of them gave you a job. And then go, Neil, nice. starting tomorrow at this company, here's the salary. Go on now. If you were trying to start a business, he would sit down with you and he would think it through with you. He would help you get access to capital. He'd help you get clients even if he could that's the kind of man that he was and if you were trying to buy a car or a house and the bank wouldn't give you enough money to quite get the one you wanted dad would top it up and call it a loan but he'd never let you pay it back that's the mm. kind of man that he was and people always go to me they go come on nikki that sounds like some sort of hollywood fairy tale there's no human beings like that actually and i go well actually there was at least one the late great napoleon mm. blue and then they go, why would he do such a thing? And I just go, well, number one is he was a devout Christian. He believed that he'd been blessed by God and it was his duty to share those blessings with other people. But number two, he did it because he could. He had the financial wherewithal. He was successful. He was rich. And I wanted to be like my father. I wanted to be an uplifter of people, an uplifter of human beings. Dad would always come and say to me, Nikki, remember, 
It's, it's not about money. It's about people. Even business is not about money. It's about people. And I'd go, dad, what are you talking about? Everything in life requires money. Business is money. He said, no, son. Business is when you sit down with somebody, a person. It's about solving a problem that person has. You solve a problem for people and then you earn the right to make a profit. And if you imagine a Venn diagram, problem, people, profit, where all three intersect, that's purpose, the purpose of business. That is all that it is. And dad would tell me, Nikki, that person in front of you, that's someone's mother, that's someone's father, that's someone's brother, that's someone's sister, someone's daughter, someone's son. That's a hero to somebody. Maybe they've even been burned by someone just like you. And it's your job to restore their faith in humanity. And another great mentor of mine always used to say, you don't want to be one of these people going around in life with commission breath. You know what I mean? You got to be one of these people who goes around wanting to make a difference. Because I believe very strongly every human being, Neil, every single one of us needs someone to believe in them, needs someone to stand with them, needs someone to love into them and pour into them, needs someone to help ignite that spark of self-belief and destroy the self-doubt that far too many of us have and turn it into a roaring fire. And then once they learn that, they need to learn how to be a master of enrollment so they can enroll people into their visions and their dreams. Those two skills alone will help everybody be successful. That's been the purpose of why I do what I do is I want to be a man like my father. I want to be a man who believes in people and that's who I am and pours into people. And I want to be a man who shows them how to be able to persuade other people to participate in their visions and their dreams. That's fantastic. It sounds like the legacy is living on. Yes, sir. He passed the torch. Congratulations. There you go. Right on. I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's interesting. uh, You know, a lot of people that uh, when I've worked with new clients, uh, you know, done a little due diligence and I ask the question, you know, what is your goal? Um, You know, it it always kind of scares me a little bit when somebody says, well, I just want to make a lot of money. You know, or I want to make X, Y, Z. I, I just want to make this much money. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to have a, you know, a building with my name on it, you know, that type of thing. And it's just, that seems very self-serving and it, it's very difficult to be successful when you're that way, because really you're right. It's the people that your people, the people who work with you, uh, they're the ones that will build your business with you if you're a good leader. Is that correct? 100% man. And you become a good leader by caring about your fellow man and woman. You know, that's the only way to be a good leader. I, I love it. I, you know, that's, you're absolutely right about that. Now, uh, when I introduced you, we talked about, uh, and we talked a little bit about this before the podcast, that you're kind of a coach's coach. Uh, coaches are people who uh, come and help businesses in a time of need. They, uh, and they help them to basically lay out a, a, a program or a process for getting to the goals that they're looking for. Not necessarily the money ones, but the, the, the goals that, that, that make sense. Money is just kind of a, it's a great thing to have. It's better to have money than not have money. But at the end of the day, you know, if you build a business, you have people that you can employ, that type of thing. If that's your goal, that's great. But sometimes people fall astray. They need a coach. But then the coaches sometimes need a little help too, because, you know, we're all human. And uh, so tell us a little bit about that process with uh, uh, as a coach's coach. Look, here's the thing that I notice: A lot of people that get into coaching, they are really good at serving people. The, the thing that they do, right, the way that they help people, whether it's to overcome overwhelm or scale with systems and processes or help people with relationships and culture or health and well-being. 
They're good at the thing that they do. You know what I'm talking about, Neil? The thing mm -hmm. that they do, they're experts at. Mm -hmm. But they, and this is a technical term, they stink at business. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Like, they don't understand sales and marketing and balance sheets and income statements. They don't understand, you know, systems and processes necessarily. And I do. My, I come from a business family. I got my master's degree in, in international business and, 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 and trade and that sort of thing. And I get it. And what I see, uh, especially among a lot of people in this field, is they don't want to come across as pushy or salesy or reeking of commission breath. Like that, the, the thought horrifies them. Now, the problem with that, Neil, is very straightforward. They don't go after business they should be going after. There's good people out there who could use their help, but because they don't want to come across as salesy or pushy, they don't go after them. So everybody loses because some charlatan marketer comes in, swoops in and gets that uh, business with that good person who could have used their help. So that coach loses because they don't get the business and their self-confidence takes a hit. The client loses because some charlatans pretending to help them and they're really not. And even the charlatan loses because the law of karma is going to bite them in the butt eventually, mm -hmm. you know? And so one of the things that we do is we help good men and women understand how to be a business person. And in particular, how to look at sales, not as sales, but as service. Neil, no one wants to be sold. You don't want to be sold. I don't want to be sold. But don't you love being served by a caring human being, by an advocate? Of course you do. That's a, that's a, that, that's, that's a no-brainer for all of us. Mm -hmm. So when we show coaches how to reframe selling into service, that alone has helped so many of our clients double, triple, quadruple, five, and even tenfold their breakout. I mean, nothing else changed. And I mean nothing. Now, you add that with an understanding of the basic fundamental building blocks of being a businessman or a businesswoman. Results just magically, automagically, as one of my other mentors used to say, automagically start to jump forward and their business grows. And But more important than their business growing is the number of people they get to help and impact grows. The influence they have over the world grows. When you're a good human being, my biggest pet peeve is when I see good people not get to have the impact that they can have. And then I see these damn charlatans and I think you and I could probably name some. We won't name them, but there's some names out there that are charlatans. They have big impacts, but they don't really care about anybody. They couldn't care less. All they care about is fattening their wallets. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to see that happen. I am a champion for the good man, the good woman who deserves to have their impact and their income and their uh, influence rise. And I pray to God that he in his infinite wisdom helps us take the impact and influence of the charlatans out of the picture and multiply the impact and influence of the good people. Cause when we do that, wonderful things happen. That's step one. Step two, Neil, is if you're going to be successful as a coach, you need to not call yourself a coach. I know that sounds a little counterintuitive. You're going, what are you talking about, Nikki? Why wouldn't I call myself a coach? Because well, these days everybody and their brother and their mother and their son is a coach. You don't want to be a coach. You want to be a premium thought leader that delivers a solution to a series of problems that people badly want solved. That's how you want to position yourself. So it's better 
not to be seen as a business coach. It's way better to be seen as the sushi restaurant guru or whisperer. You know what I mean? The one who gets sushi restaurants from a half a million a year and no profits to $2 million a year and $600,000 in profits. Being known as that fellow, that's amazing. So how do you do this? Well, I'll give you an example of a client of mine. His name was Carl Kramer. He's passed away. God rest his soul. But when I met Carl, he was 57. And he had been a executive vice president at a major manufacturing concern. And he made about $300,000 a year. And then he decided he was done with that and wanted to be a coach. But as a coach, he wasn't doing nearly as well. He was only making about $7,000 a month. So just around $84,000 a year. And he wanted to make the income he used to make, but as a coach. So when he came to us, I said, okay, Carl, tell me. What exactly do you do? Well, I can do anything for anybody. Hmm. Famous last words. So I can do right. anything. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. I can do it. Carl, that's not going to work. What do you mean? He got offended. But I have, I have all these skill sets. I said, Carl, let's talk some basic marketing. Who do you buy your phones from? Well, I buy an Apple. See, it's an Apple it's iPhone 13. And why did you buy that Apple instead of this? Oh, my God. What the hell is that? The Apple does this. The Apple does that. The Apple makes me feel a certain way. I go, great. That's what you need to be. You need to be the Apple of coaching. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So we finally helped him over a period of time become a coach to lawyers, single sole proprietorship law firms under $2 million a year. So no partners with a massive interest in scaling and growing to a five or $10 million a year practice. And he became um, known as the fellow that if you were a sole proprietorship law firm, Carl was your man to go and double, triple, quadruple your business over a three year period. Now, when that, finally coalesced. It took about six months of hard work for us to get him there. His income went from 7,000 a month to 40,000 a month. And he very quickly took it up to almost 70,000 a month, but he didn't want to work that hard. So he let it drop back down to 40 because he only had to work 20 hours a week to make $40,000 a month. That's the power of being known for what you know and not just being a generic coach. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine that, you know, you, you talk about the charlatans and these people who are like claim to be this claim to be that these are the guys that claim that they can do anything for anyone. Uh, so my, I was thinking as you were talking, it's like, well, how do you identify somebody who, you know, isn't the real deal? You know, cause there's, they're all over the internet. I mean, you, every time you, you know, log into Google or whatever it is, they're, they're all over the places, uh, you know? So how do you determine who's, who's, you know, really the real deal? Well, that's a very good question. Um, I'll tell you one thing is you need to do your due diligence. You need to go check people out before you even have a conversation with them. And um, I would find someone with a track record and I'd have a conversation with that individual and I would trust my gut in that conversation. If you are fully present, You'll be able to tell if this person's full of, again, another technical term, caca, 
or whether they are. Kaka, the Brazilian soccer player, Kaka. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. So, uh, so and there's a lot, are, of, a lot of Brazilian soccer players out there that are fully. Well, no, no, I'm, just, I'm sorry, Brazil. I didn't mean that. But yeah, no, there's a lot of that going on in the workplace and, or in the marketplace. But, you know, to your right. point, when you were talking about your your client uh, that was, uh, I guess, niched down and was working specifically with lawyers, that I think kind of helps to cre- uh, add a little credence to that that person too. So I don't do everything for everyone. But I do something for lawyers. I do something for you mentioned uh, sushi. Um, I'm not a big sushi guy, but uh, you know, I'm sure <laughs> there's people at sushi restaurants that need help. And restaurant tours are like, you know, they're they're kind of exactly what you talked about in the beginning of our conversation, you know, they come in, they got a great idea, they got a recipe, you know, they want to, you know, uh, show the world the recipe and everything and have absolutely no business sense whatsoever. They know that yep. recipe like nobody else. They can make it better than anybody else on the planet. But when it comes to running a business, now we, we can run into some problems. Yes, sir. hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, I like what you've been saying in terms of, you know, you know, the, the people that you've worked with niching down and everything. Uh, let's talk a little bit more. I want some more examples. I love that example you gave me of the lawyer. You got any other examples that you can provide us with uh, about people that you've worked with coaches? Please. Absolutely. So um, I had a, uh, a fellow who was a um, relationship coach to men. Uh, like, uh, and by men, I mean, professional men, men in business and his, uh, his niche was when their wives said bye-bye and they were completely taken by surprise. And you got to understand that the average divorce in the United States today costs $81,000 cash cost. Mm -hmm. And the, um, untold emotional costs are far greater and far higher. So this fellow had a reasonable practice, but he wasn't making a lot of money. He was making maybe, I'd say under $5,000 a month. Hmm. On a a bad month, it was around 2,000. On a good month, it was around $4,000 a month. And he wanted to make more. He He just felt that this was, you know, he wasn't getting to have the impact he wanted and, you know, income was tight. So I sat with him and I found out that this individual was making a massive mistake. And his mistake was he was undervaluing himself. Now you think about it, Neil. If you're a relationship coach for men whose wives have said bye-bye and divorce is going to cost you at least 81,000. Now, if you're a successful man, that divorce can cost you 81 million. You know what I mean? That could be Mm. a significant, significant impact in your life, your children's lives. And it could completely upset the apple cart of, of your business as well. So this fellow was charging $90 for a two and a half hour business coaching session. $90. It was insane. Now you imagine this. You're going through a situation like this. Your wife has said bye-bye. You're worth two or $3 million. And someone introduced you to this guy and you go, okay, great. I want to hire you. What do you charge? 90 bucks. You're not going to trust him. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people who were more successful didn't trust him. And I told him, when you don't charge enough, you're hurting your client. He goes, what are you talking about? Everyone wants a deal. I go, do they though? 
Some people want a deal. I agree. Deals are you know fun and good, but some people are suspicious of deals. In fact, a lot of people are. And you know, and I don't I don't have that pen around me that I wanted to show you. Um, but this is a pen that I bought by a company called High Caliber. It's a hundred dollars. Okay. It's in the shape of a, of a 50 caliber bullet. It's beautiful. And I don't have my Mont Blanc here. I left it downstairs, but I also have a Mont Blanc pen and that's a thousand dollar pen. And it's, it's also beautiful. I use the Mont Blanc pen all the time. This is a backup pen in case I run out of ink on the Mont Blanc pen. Not a bad pen, but I like my Mont Blanc pen. Why? I paid a lot more for it. Why did I pay a lot more for it? Well, it makes me feel abundant to have a Mont Blanc pen. You with me? And if you're about to have brain surgery, who do you want? Do you want the cheapest brain surgeon or do you want <laughs> the best surgeon, right? And same is true in coaching. So he's like, okay, okay, I'll raise my fees. How much should I raise them by? And I said, well... Um, we need to rejigger his coaching because two and a half hours was crazy. And I said, you're going to do 50 minute coaching sessions. I said, okay, 50 minute coaching sessions at $500 a pop. I'm like, what? No, no, I can't do that. They're not going to pay that. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, we, we got him to get it to 300. He wouldn't do 500. I mean, begrudgingly. Within two months, he went from making two to four thousand dollars a month to making twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars a month comfortably. Hmm. Comfortably. He had more clients. He had clients who were motivated to fix their problem, try to get their marriage back on track if they could, was the number one outcome that they wanted. And he was way more fulfilled. And I'll say this for you: if you don't get what you should get. You won't give what you should give because money is an energy exchange, right? And if you're undercharging energetically, you're not going to feel good about that. So you won't put all of yourself into it because it won't feel right. When you charge appropriately, you'll put everything into it and your client will show up ready to work because they put in a significant investment. Now, am I telling you to gouge people? No, don't gouge people, but charge them appropriately. If you're sure. going to save a guy a couple million dollars by not getting divorced, I'd say it's worth more than $90, probably closer to $90,000. You don't want to charge $90,000. You should at least charge fifteen dollars or $20,000 to save someone $2 million. I think that's a very, very appropriate exchange. Hey, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, and you're going back to some of the other examples that you gave, even like a sushi restaurant, for instance. I mean, um, you know. When it comes to running their business, they maybe again we go back to the way we got a recipe. Uh, we um, you know we know we can make the best this, to make be the best that, but we don't have any business sense. So it makes sense to hire somebody who really knows what they're doing uh, and pay that price because it's not about it, it's more not it might be less about what you make and more about what you're going to lose if you don't. In some cases, would you agree with that? Hundred percent, I think. Hundred percent, absolutely. Really good. Man, we can go on for like three hours here. I love it. You're, you are uh, just a really great guest, and I really enjoyed this. Unfortunately, we're kind of coming to the end of this thing. We may have to have you back for like part two of Nikki Baloo. I'm a poet. Sure. I didn't even know it. <laughs> so it's awesome. It's awesome. But so thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, Nikki, you have any closing thoughts that you might want to share with our audience? Yeah. You know, at the beginning of the show, I said to you that every human being 
needs someone to stand with them and believe in them. And um, they also need to learn how to enroll people in their vision. So maybe that's you today. Maybe you uh, have taken a couple of hard knocks in 2023. And maybe you don't necessarily want to come out and tell everybody, but inside, you know, I'm speaking to you. And here's what I want to tell you. Come talk to me. Come talk to me. I don't know you, but my default is I think human beings are good uh, unless they prove to me otherwise. And I want to help them. I want to pour into them because that's the example my father set for me. And that's the example that I want to set for my children. So best way to do that is I've got a link to get on my calendar. It's ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. And let's talk. Let's help you get out of whatever mental trash is miring you. And let's help you soar and get to where you really deserve to be. God bless you. Thank you. That's awesome. God bless you as well. Hey, I really appreciate that. And also your information will be on our show notes. So uh, if you want to get in touch with Nikki, uh, you'll be able to uh, look at that as well. And that is our show for today. And I'm so thrilled that you all could be with us today. Business Breakthroughs is sponsored by Titan Media Works. Uh, check us out at TitanMediaWorks.com. That's Works, W-O-R-X. And also check out our other great host on the Small uh, Business Delivered Network at SmallBusinessDelivered.com. Until next time, God bless and thanks so much much for being with us. Bye-bye.